Hello and welcome to Love Mondays Club podcast. I'm your host Helen and I'm here to help you unravel the mysteries of marketing so that you can get more eyes on your business and make more sales. This is the ultimate podcast for online female business owners who are ready to conquer their overwhelm, discover their confidence and unlock the secrets to marketing success. Whether you're just starting out or already running a thriving business, Love Mondays Club is your compass to navigate this ever-changing digital world. Each episode, I'll bring you valuable insights, expert interviews, and practical strategies to help you stand out in a crowded online marketplace. It's time for you to dream big and succeed. I want your Mondays to be overflowing with inspiration, excitement, and setting the stage for you achieving your dreams. So if you're ready, cozy up in your favorite spot and get ready to unlock your business potential. Let's dive in. So I'm going to start today's episode by telling you something that's either going to make you feel warm and fuzzy and very happy, or it's going to make you cringe and think, Helen, why have you reminded me of this? Now, when I say it, please bear with me. Don't turn off the episode. Don't run away. I promise this is going to help you. (laughs) So if you're listening to this on its release day, Monday, the 30th of October, that means that eight weeks today is Christmas Day. I can hear the collective groan already. (laughs) Now, the reason I want to talk to you about this today is because we all know, like every year, Christmas comes around so quickly, doesn't it? And I don't know about you, but it always feels like a bit of a last minute frazzle of busyness, panic, trying to get everything done and dusted before like school holidays or anything like that until we sort of shut up shop for this sort of Christmas season. So, What I want to talk to you about today is what I do behind the scenes around this time of year now. So if you're listening to this at the end of October, as I say, you've got eight weeks. If you're listening to this a little bit further down the line, don't worry, don't panic. Uh, You still have plenty of time. If you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, it's probably a bit too late, but not the end of the world. We can prepare for next year. (laughs) So I am, you know, a bit of a keen being when it comes to Christmas. Like, Another reason, another reason, little insight into my life here, why I know that it's eight weeks until Christmas is also because I always make a Christmas cake every year. Um, this thing comes with an 18 plus rating. Like it's almost a challenge to see how much brandy I can soak into it over the eight weeks. But I love it. It's like my little seasonal thing that I get into. So not only do I genuinely have a reminder in my calendar of when to bake the Christmas cake, but it's also the kind of trigger for me to start thinking, okay, a couple of weeks time, I want to have all my systems set up. I want to have all my ducks in a row because also as well, like it's a really nice time of year. There's lots of stuff going on and I don't want to feel kind of, you know, weighed down by lots of admin or any work. And I want to be able to switch off during the Christmas period and not worry about my business, you know, not be sat there kind of just checking my emails and thinking, oh goodness, is everything still okay and still ticking over in the background? That's what today's episode is about, is getting us kind of all set up and ready to go. So I'm going to talk to you about like automated processes to ensure everything's running well, scheduling content. And I don't just mean social media content. I'm going to talk about all the different things that we should be scheduling. And I'm also going to talk about growing your mailing list during this holiday season so that when you come back, whether it's just after Christmas or whether it's in the new year, you have a potential list of new clients to start working with you as well. Because I bet, again, if you're like so many other people and like myself, you start the new year with that kind of new feeling of like new start, you know, this is the year I'm going to maybe grow my business and do different things and bring in new services. So of course, to do all of that, we need more clients. So I'm going to start my favorite one first, automations. So the number one, I think most easiest thing we can set up is our out of office. Now that sounds really obvious, doesn't it? But I 
would hazard a guess that a lot of people who are self-employed don't actually set proper out of offices. Now, I don't know about you, but I remember when I used to work in kind of more of a corporate setting, you know, in the sort of education world, like when I left the company, I went away on holiday, of course I had to set an out of office, you know, it was just a habit. In fact, for me, it was like the exciting symbolic thing of that I was going away on holiday. So nothing gave me greater satisfaction than putting my out of office on. And yet when I first started my own business, I would never put my out of office on because there was always that, in all honesty, perhaps a bit of a kind of scarcity mentality and this feeling of like, you know, oh my goodness, what if someone messages me? I have to get back to them straight away or I'm going to miss out. It's that feeling, isn't it, that a lot of us have that you're sort of constantly switched on in your business. Now, the truth is, if you have a few days away from your business, nothing's going to fall apart, nothing's going to crumble. But at least having an out of office in place means that if you do get any inquiries come through, they're going to get an instant response saying how you're so excited to hear from them. You can't wait to get back to them, but you're currently away enjoying the festivities and you'll be back on X date so they can expect to hear from you then. And that's the only thing that people need, isn't it? We just need to manage people's expectations and then they can expect to reply from us. So, I think by doing this, like if you're somebody who maybe struggles a bit with boundaries, always feels that temptation to be a bit switched on and checking your emails and checking what's going on. I think by actually actively looking at your calendar now, deciding the days you want off, planning and scheduling in that out of office, it's being your future friend. That's something my friend always says to me. She says, you know, sometimes you do actions that you you thank your uh, thank yourself in the past. So by being your future friend, you know, you're putting that out of office on there and allowing yourself that time off. So I highly recommend doing that. The next one is I recommend doing a bit of a automation audit. So potentially if you don't have email marketing set up yet or you don't have automations, this isn't necessarily something for you to worry about. However, equally on the flip side, I do highly recommend that this is something you could get set up over the next eight weeks really easily. So I'm going to talk about the audit first, but then I'm going to talk about another automation that you should have just set up ticking over in the background for you. When I say an automation audit, what I mean is go through what you've got currently set up and just skim read back through the emails that are being sent out to people and make sure, you know, is everything relevant? Is everything up to date? Are you still referring to services that are still existent? Do you potentially have any dates or anything in there that might suddenly be out of date? Maybe it's the wrong year or something like that. Because again, for a lot of us, we set up our automations. For me, some of my automations I set up about three years ago. So it's really easy. I don't necessarily remember what I wrote three years ago in those emails. So what I've got into the habit of doing is doing these little audits just to make sure, like I say, everything's relevant and kind of up to date with my services and my business. And it's, again, the messaging as well. Like the messaging inside those emails is kind of consistent with what I'm doing now in my social media and everything else. So I highly recommend doing that. Whether you have the setup or don't, this is something I definitely recommend looking into is also having a new sign up welcome sequence. So kind of going back to what I was saying about like the out of office and that feeling of pressure that you always have to be switched on. I think one of the things as well is that if somebody does sign up to our services over the holidays, if you currently run your business in a way where you have to sort of manually send them all the details, of course, if you're not checking your inbox, this risks the the chance that they're going to sign up and then not hear from you and then not sort of get any confirmation or any details that they might need. You know, in that situation, that could cause a little bit of buyer's regret. They might suddenly think, oh, hang on, is this the right thing I've signed up for here? And we don't want that. We want them to have an amazing customer experience and we want them to receive everything they need straight away. So for me, no matter what it is I'm selling, I have a welcome sequence attached to all of them. So 
sometimes it's just going to be a confirmation email. Sometimes it's going to be an email that kind of provides them with a confirmation of dates and Zoom links and all that kind of important information. Other times, if they're signing up to my online courses, it will direct them to a video, which kind of gives them a tour and shows them around. So either way, whatever happens, I know that if anyone buys anything while I'm out of office, they're still going to sort of start their customer journey with me and be given everything they need within the first sort of two hours, really maximum of them signing up to work with me. So again, that gives me peace of mind knowing that like I can go off and eat mince pies and watch films all day (laughs) and not have to worry about the fact that people might be signing up and missing out on sort of a a good experience of working with me. So I highly recommend whatever your business is or whatever setup you have, having some kind of welcome sequence, especially if you have, you know, things that are possible for people to buy during that holiday period. So those are the main things with automations. The next thing to think about is scheduling. So again, a lot of this stuff we can kind of pre-write and pre-plan and have this all done before, even before December strikes. So I don't know about you, but for me, the first weekend of December is when everything starts to get a bit crazy. Like I don't have a free weekend in December anymore and all my weeks are now starting to get packed up, closing up my sort of courses and things that I'm doing. Um, I've set myself deadlines to get work done then, uh, not to mention the Christmas party and networking and socializing like it's full-on and intense and the reality is I know I'm not going to have the time or headspace or energy to sit down and suddenly start writing loads of Christmas content so one thing I will do um, (laughs) and it feels silly when you do this at the time but I will for example even with social media pictures and posts I will probably put on a Christmas jumper in November and take a few pictures and do a few little things just so that I have a bit of content available as well to schedule in and post during the Christmas period if I do get the energy and I do want to do something a little bit more impromptu I'm happy to do that on stories or maybe posting it in my Facebook groups but otherwise I still want to have a steady schedule of stuff going out so it just kind of relieves a bit of that pressure on me to to show up if it's not the right time. Let's talk about the kind of things you should be scheduling. So first of all in terms of your social media content now you mean you could be posting anything really whatever you wanted to be one of the obvious ones is kind of like you know the festive wishes and wishing people a good break and all that sort of stuff and then of course the happy new year and all all those sorts of um, common messages that we see pages putting out. One thing I always tell people to watch out for is what their call to action is at the bottom of the post. So remember, every post we write on social media should be encouraging people to take action in some way. Now, if you want to have a break from social media and you don't want to have to be showing up there too much, we don't want to have call to actions with things like comment below with this word and I'll send you the details or DM me for details or whatever it might be, something like that, because essentially those kind of call to actions require you to be present, to respond in a timely manner, to maybe answer questions, all these sorts of things. So it's going to be pulling you back into social media. So instead, I would be creating content that has call to actions that basically gives people like a quick win. So for example, I would be signposting them to maybe in this situation right now, I'd maybe signpost people to go listen to a podcast episode from the year that was really popular, really helpful, or maybe my education business, I'd signpost people towards like a blog or something that we've written that's got lots of information that we know is going to be really helpful. Again, thinking education wise here, I would find some resources that are like really relevant for Christmas and I would sort of link to them and signpost people towards them just as they kind of like value helpful, friendly things. Even though I'm not necessarily linking people to my own website, that engages those clicks, all those sorts of things. It's still good to kind of keep your social media ticking over and and active and things like that. So 
that's the first side of it in terms of social media. Of course, I'm going to talk about email as well. So there's kind of two camps of emails we need to think about here. One is with your current clients and then the other is with your non-clients essentially. With my clients across both businesses, there'll be a kind of checklist of emails that I'll have that'll be all scheduled and ready to go out. I'll be messaging people sort of around the beginning of December just to kind of let them know about my office hours during that period. Then when it's kind of like the last day of work, sort of, so to speak, before I I quote unquote break up for Christmas, I'll send an email to them just reminding them, you know, today's the last day. I'm out of office between now and then. You'll hear from me when you get back, you know, wishing you a lovely festive season, something like that. Then I'll probably also have an email scheduled even on Christmas Day, because even though I'm sitting here telling you not to go on your emails, I know that you probably still will. (laughs) I know there's lots of people out there who will check these things. So I might schedule an email for like, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, something like that. So whether people open it on the day or whether they open it a few days later, there's just a nice little friendly message there from me. And then another email I'll send will be towards the end of the year, towards New Year's Eve. And again, that will be like a wishing everybody happy new year, but it'll be a little bit more specific based on the fact that my clients and I'll be talking about what does 2024 have in store for us. So for example, in Love Mondays Club, I'll be telling everybody about all the things I've been planning and what was going to be coming up in the first sort of quarter of the year and all the big goals we're going to achieve and all the things we're going to work on together. So that's the email that that those guys can expect. Whereas in my education business, it will be talking probably a bit about the fact that, you know, as we go into the next year, this is probably exam year for you now. And here are, you know, three ways that we're going to be helping and supporting you and new features that are coming. So for us, it's going to be, you know, we'll talk about mock exams and all those sorts of things that come around the corner sort of from March time onwards. Those are for your clients. The other group is then thinking about your non-clients. So again, you know, I'm not going to do the kind of office hours and things like that. So instead, I'll just have like a friendly email scheduled in for around Christmas time. Just again, wishing them a good day, festive season, all that sort of stuff, like a nice friendly one. And then there'll be another one which will also come out around New Year's Eve. But that one is going to be more of a kind of salesy email and more in a kind of, you know, how you can work with me next year. You know, so sort of saying things like, you know, if these are you, this is for the obviously for my sort of marketing Love Mondays Club <laughs> business, not for the um, education one. You know, it's going to be more along the lines of like if you have these big goals if this is what you want to achieve if this is what you want to learn in your marketing here's how you can work with me here's how I can help you with all that kind of stuff and again it's going to be the same for the sort of education business side of things it's going to be talking about you know if you're working towards this or if now's the time you want to start you know joining tuition or buying online courses or whatever it might be getting extra resources like signposting people to the places to go and find them. There's quite a lot of things there. I imagine I've listed quite a lot of this stuff off and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I've forgotten what the first one was. So um, (laughs) maybe you could listen back and scribble it all down or actually more helpfully, I'm going to also copy it into the show notes for you, a bit of a checklist. So you can, yeah, just quickly skim down to the bottom there and see all the things that I've been referring to. So that's all the scheduling. Now it does sound like quite a lot and that's why I'm thinking about it eight weeks before Christmas because all of this to me, is all part of like an important positive customer experience for both my clients and my potential clients you know the people in my mailing list who or people following me on social media who have maybe been thinking about working with me but aren't quite sure so this is like a really great way for me to just you know engage with them a bit more nurture those positive relationships and also again in those emails that I'll be quite personable I'll be sharing little bits about what I'm doing so it's just a really nice way to like build relationships with people so I highly recommend it and the last one so this is all 
all about audience growth. So we've talked a lot about kind of the current audience you have in terms of the automations and scheduling the content that goes out to them. But what about also still growing your business during this period, even if you're not showing up that much yourself online? So again, from a kind of new year, new me point of view, I know that so many of us and some people listening to the podcast are going to be wanting to grow their business next year. And maybe you've got plans and ideas and dreams of new services or different sort of products and offers that you want to bring in. Now, of course, again, as I mentioned earlier, to do this, you need a bigger audience. You know, the more you want to sell, the more you need to grow your audience. There's sort of a very strong correlation between the two. So what we want to do during this period is also try and keep building our mailing list, essentially. That's one of the best ways for you to market to people. So as an example, in my education business, a couple of years ago, I came up with this idea to create like a kind of little mini five-day course because I knew that a lot of my clients, yes, they were having time off over the holidays. For the clients that I worked with, I knew that they would still be doing a bit of work and they still wanted to do like a little bit of extra practice. And for them, the holidays were a good time to kind of brush up on some extra skills. So what I thought was rather than me putting on a course, because the truth is I didn't really want to work, didn't want to deliver kind of classes and lessons during the holidays, rather than doing something like that, I would create a little free mini course. Now, don't get me wrong. At the time, it took a lot of time. It did take a lot of effort. But it has been something that has massively paid dividends over the years because what I've done is I've created this little mini course. And if you follow my education business, you'll see me talking about it in probably five weeks time, beginning of December. And this course has served us so well year in, year out, because it's it's all themed around a Christmas carol. And the idea is that we only release the course for two, maybe three weeks, depending on, on the dates and then when we're available and things like that. So even though it's free, we still put a time limit on it. And, you know, we only give people a small period period to sign up for it. We give, send them kind of reminders over the holiday season to get it done. We obviously give them a bit of extra time into January to finish it as well, because, you know, some people are busy during the holidays. But the idea is, is that all of this is automated. So all of these reminders and things like that to complete the course are all happening in the background while we're not, um, you know, while we're not there sort of physically doing it. And then we also have a lot of like scheduled content as well to promote the free course. So that will be on our page and our Facebook group. Maybe if we did spend a little bit of time working over the holidays, I mean, generally for my routine, I'll have that Christmas period off. I'll probably work for about two or three days, you know, between the Christmas and New Year break. But for me, that's very much background, quiet admin work. I'm sat in front of the TV with probably too much chocolate and my laptop on my lap and there's a movie going on in the background you know it's super informal work but you know those opportunities where I'm like okay I'm gonna spend 20 minutes just maybe going around and promoting our freebie a little bit in different places that's been a really great way of like building our list we've had hundreds of people downloading it over the years and the idea is as well that whilst it's Christmas themed and you know it's like a little basically Christmas gift we kind of refer to it as we know it's definitely attracting our ideal client as well because it's all geared up towards like 11 plus preparation as an example for our business. So that means come 2024 and the new year, we're going to have grown our list over those few weeks. And then when we potentially start a new class or we bring in a new service that we're thinking of doing, we know that we've got an extra couple of hundred people on our list to talk to them about it. They've hopefully engaged in our course. They've hopefully really liked it. And therefore they're kind of already nurtured, already interested, already got to know us quite well. And, you know, if they are looking to buy something, 
then they're kind of ready to go once we offer it to them and tell them the details. It was quite a lot of work in the beginning to get it set up, but sometimes these things, you know, if you're creating them, also always create them in mind with the idea of like, can I rinse and repeat this? You know, is this something I can use over and over again? So if you do have a bit of time between now and Christmas, think about, you know, what could I create that's maybe specific for Christmas? I only release it for a few weeks and then it's just something I can use over and over again in my business. And like I say, future me, you know, be a friend to future you. will thank you massively for putting in the time and doing these things. So I really, really recommend doing that. Um, And I guess, you know, I've given you a very specific example there in my education business. Over in Love Mondays Club, I'll probably do things a little bit differently. I'm a little bit on the fence at the moment about what I'm going to do. So that might might have to come in a next other episode. (laughs) But, you know, over the past couple of months inside Love Mondays Club, I've been creating lots of freebies and doing lots of things and making little changes behind the scenes. So what I kind of imagine over Christmas, I'll end up doing is more of a you know getting ducks in a row promoting what I already have and sort of putting that out there but I know that a lot of my clients you know potentially have families and kids and they're very busy over Christmas so again it's kind of knowing your audience and knowing what the demand is going to be for these things and of course as well like if this is your first Christmas in business or if this is your first time trying to sort of grow your audience during this period like just remember it's all an experiment and if you have multiple ideas of what you could put out there for your audience don't kind of sit there and try and guess and work out for yourself what one's going to be the right option go and ask people you know my favorite thing to do when I'm stuck is just to jump into my Facebook group and say hey I've had an idea or I'm stuck between these ideas which one do you want And then straight away, you know, people will vote or they'll comment and let you know. And that kind of takes away that, you know, decision paralysis for you and helps you to to kind of focus your efforts on what's going to be really effective and helpful for people. And the more you can get your audience engaged in stuff that you're creating, the more likely they are going to be to then later down the line, sign up for it, actually use it, complete it, all of that sort of stuff, which is going to do wonders for your conversions and making sales. Whenever you do make these freebies, like a really important thing is don't make sure that it's not just a random freebie that you're giving away and doesn't lead anywhere. So think about, you know, what are you offering? What are you selling? Maybe what are you going to be introducing in 2024? And how can this freebie, even though it's maybe going to be like a bit Christmas themed or a bit festive, does it still lead or kind of warrant itself to the services that you're going to be selling? Because at the end, hopefully you're going to have like an automated system that sort of complements this freebie. And this is again, where email marketing is so important. Um, One of your last emails should of course be, like an invitation to either buy something or book in a call with you or find out more information. So we're always kind of taking people through that customer journey, um, no matter what they're downloading or no matter what they're sort of doing in the background. So there we go. But like I say, I highly recommend putting a few hours in the diary just to try and get a lot of this stuff kind of scheduled and set up because it will really help you. It'll save you loads of time and it'll just mean your business can keep ticking over for you and you get to go and enjoy a bit of time off and have a nice time in the festive season. So what else could we want? (laughs) So don't forget as well, in the show notes, I've also made a little bit of a checklist for you of all the different things I've talked about in this episode. So if you're going through and doing your scheduling, you can literally look at that list and copy paste it, tick it off as you go. And hopefully that'd be really helpful for you. Otherwise, guys, have a wonderful week and I'll see you in next week's episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.